we're discussing Malchis, Yechons, and Shofros. So now the Ramchal is going to discuss the union of the Shofar itself. What is the concept of the Shofar? And so this is in the Maimar HaChachma of the Ramchal. So he says that the Segula of the Shofar, remember what Segula means? A not treasure. It was supposed to be like something, some special occurrence. A unique spiritual property or characteristic. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that's why we spoke about it. That really, you know, the, the, everything has a certain has certain properties, right? But some things have very unique special properties. So it'll be a segula. So the segula of the shofar, of the sound of the shofar, is to strengthen the tov the good, and to subjugate the evil. Uh, the because, it, because it brings out Hashem, brings more of Hashem into the world? It's a good question. Um, we can offer Tamim for it, and maybe there are problems about that. The, um, right now, he's just saying that that's, that's what it does. It has, you know, it's like, why does Tylenol alleviate pain? Because that's it's characteristic, right? Why is it that the spit of every other animal that we know um, has no strength to it, and yet the spit of a spider can suspend it, you know, from the ceiling, right? So, um, because that's the, the unique characteristic of it, right? That's what it means, segula. Okay. So again, could we offer explanations, perhaps? Yeah. Um, but uh, but he just says right now that's the unique power of it. Now he pr- brings he brings a source for this that the after Adam Rishon sinned and uh, he fell into the mixture of good and evil. So the good was subjugated to the evil. Uh, they were mixed up together, and and uh, the good was so to speak under the dominion of evil. We spoke about this in the Der Hashem that the world. Uh, exists in different stages of development um, that for the first 2,000 years the world was in a state of tohu vavohu uh, which means that evil more or less reigned um, goodness and the will of Hashem was quite hidden even though there was some uh, faint awareness that humanity had of it but it was mostly lost right um, the, so there the the fundamental switch between the relationship of good and evil happened at Madan Torah. Right? At Madan Torah, good not only managed to break away from the subjugation to the evil, but actually got very strong. Uh, however, because of the Chet Eagle, of course, uh, it, it, lost. it wasn't totally lost. Proof is we have a Torah now, right? Uh, as opposed to, you know... Uh, not Prior to, you know, let's say prior to Avram Avinu, right? That there was, that people were not, that there was no explicit word of Hashem in the world, right? So, good, I mean, we know what's good. We know what's right. We know what to do, the right thing to do is. And we even have the strength to do it. However, we do not have dominion over evil. I mean, evil also has its, has power. its power and, 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 uh, and, and its domain. Um, now, the, the, obviously, one of the key characteristics of Matan Torah is the blowing of the shofars, and as we're going to see in the shofars of the Rosh Hashanah davening, um, there's going to be a lot of psukim coming from Matan Torah, and not by coincidence, there's the kolos and the shofros uh, at Matan Torah, right? In fact, the the Ramo and the Shulchan Aruch. One of the first in uh, one of the first things that he says in Tafkov Hay, so Tafkov Hay about blowing the shofar, is that the minhag is to blow the shofar not from the amud where you daven, but from the bima where you lean from the Torah. Mm-hmm. You go to the bima where, where you lean the Torah to blow the shofar. Yeah. Uh, so, so the so the grow on the spot explains that this is because the blowing of the shofar 
which combines with the Torah, causes um, Hashem to stand up from the throne of divine judgment and move over to the uh, to the throne of mercy. Okay, so how's it doing that? So, so yes, the Ramchal here is telling us an unbelievable secret because it's cool. The Segula, well, right, but, and we see it historically that that's what was happening at Matan Torah. Matan Torah itself, which by the way, uh, the Rishonim uh, in a number of places uh, compare and draw parallels between the Kriya Torah that we have in Shul to the Matan Torah. For example, Kriya Torah has to be done by Sara. You need 10 people to learn from the Torah. I should you tell people to learn from the Torah. The Torah, you could pick up a Sefer, you could learn Torah, right? You could take out a Sefer Torah, open it up, and read the Parsha by myself. Right? Why is it that, that Kriyas Torah requires 10 people? Right? Dava Shubi Kedusha requires 10 people. Davin Yudashem requires 10 people to say Kaddish, to say Borchu, right? Dava Shubi Kedusha. But why should the Talmud Torah require 10 people? So, so, uh, Ramban and others Torah. point out what? That's considered Talmud Torah. What is? Laning? No, so the Kamash one, it's not. It's not a Bechina of Talmud Torah, it's a Bechina of Matan Torah, mm-hmm. of the giving of the Torah. Mm-hmm. The, the experience the of giving. The Kriyas The Kriyas Torahs. In fact, uh, I think I told you this before, the, uh, the Mishnah Bura brings it down uh, all the way to Halacha, and that's why it's here, you'll notice, um, I'm not very. Uh, in other places, somehow, the, the, this minhag developed the issue that the, there's four people at the bima. Yeah? Right. But the, but right, the Vishnu right, right. should be three people at the bima. Mm-hmm. Right? Because he, he, brings, he brings it down that uh, uh, because the three people are the Gabai, the one calling out who, you know, who does what, right? The Gabai, the Koranaola. The Koranaola. And so, and, and so he says that that corresponds to Klausrel, who come to Har- come up to Arsinai to hear the Dvar Hashem, Moshe, who is saying over the Torah, that's the Balkore, and the one instructing him to do that is Hashem. Those are the three. Hashem, Klausrel, and the intermediary Moshe Rabbeinu. Those are the three people that should be up at the Bima. Yeah? So that compares to Harsinai, that, what, that Hashem is the Gabai, Moshe is the Balkora, and then Menestra is the Ola? Yeah. That's an unbelievable thing, right? So yeah. now, now it's brought the halacha that if the Ola, the, the big show, if you're up there and you get your Mishaberach and everything, if you start trying to walk then, you'll, you won't make it back to your seat in time to be able to follow with the laning. So you can stay up there. Until the next, until the, this holy is over, mm-hmm. and then when it starts calling up the next guy, then you quickly dash back to your seat. Yeah. But in a small show like this, there's no reason why not to go back to your seat right away. So we took advantage of Corona to start sending people away as soon as they're uh, once their is over. Anyway, but Nazulinu, so the Kriya Torah is the beginning of Martin Torah. Okay, and so you want to bring the shofar over. And blow the shofar from the bima, because that is what uh, reproduces, so to speak, Matatora. the Matan Torah, the, the, the blowing of the shofars, which took place <coughs> of Matan Torah, which broke Klausel free from the grips of the of the Sahara, broke the tov from the, free from the grips of the ra, and strengthened it. So then, how come if it's like uh, if the the shofar is this uh, connection to the Matan Torah, then how come to make it more like Matan Torah, why don't we shofar while we read the Torah? If we're trying, if we're trying to like mirror, every, mirror, is it, is it every day? Uh, no, not every day. I'm saying if we're trying to mirror so much like Matan Torah, mm-hmm. then why don't we blow the shofar during while the Bible Torah is reading? I mean, I know, I know, I know practically it would be distracting, but <laughs> if we're, it probably wouldn't be a good idea. Yeah, yeah. But like, not practically, but if we're trying to mimic it as much as possible, wouldn't that be more... That'd be, that's why the closest you can get. Like you can't, like, you can't really make true. like the thunder and lightning. So, right. So far, I'm curious. That's probably the closest you can get. Right. That's true. That's but, true. But okay. also, I mean, to further your point, like if we were trying to bring out more goodness or something like that, and that's what the right. shofar is going to help symbolize. Right. Like, why not? Yeah, but you have to understand the shofar. The shofar arouses um, 
a lot of din. You know, the, the, the shofar is yeah. The shofar is pre matan Torah, right? That that's the din that then leads over into the uh, din is the strengthening Hashem, so to speak, to be the to be the judge, right? To okay. be the so it's a it's a good thing to do. In fact, that's why we blow the shofar in Rosh Hashanah. And the Ramban says, why why is Rosh Hashanah the Yom Adin? It doesn't even say anywhere that the yeah, Rosh Hashanah is Yom Adin, right? So Ramban and Rosh says, well, how do we know? Well, it's easy, right? Yeah, it's nine you know, days you know before Yom Kippur. So Yom Kippur being the day of, of atonement, so then it makes sense that the holiday that's before that is the Yom Adin. It's Yom Adin followed by atonement. Right. So, but 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 Yom Kippur is also the day we got the, we got the Luchoshnius. It's the day of Matan Torah, really. Mm-hmm. Yom Kippur is our Matan Torah. Mm-hmm. Meaning, yeah. because that's the one that we still have right now. You're saying, yeah, yeah. That's, the okay. that's the one that we actually right. got. The, right. The ones yeah. on Shvaser Batamus were broken. Right. So, what do we refer to that Matan Torah as then? It's like a practice month of Torah. Like Which, <laughs> Shavuos? Yeah. Shavuos is the day that Hashem gave us the Torah. That we but we, we didn't did, we receive didn't it on Shavuos Batamus. Mm-hmm. Forty days later, we were supposed to receive it on Shavuos Batamus. We never received it. So on Yom Kippur is when we, re- when we receive it. Okay. Yeah, okay, let's, let's not get yeah. too sidetracked. Yeah. But the point is that the blowing of the shofar precedes the, precedes the Matan Torah. So that's but it's a pretty serious uh, thing. You don't you don't blow the shofar kind of uh, too often. It's uh, you know like uh, too much. It's, it's a lot of them. Yeah. Right. Okay. Um, but um, the the blowing of the shofar and Martin Torah did tremendously empower the good in us. I mean, there's only so often you can blow the bugle, you know, to summon people to war, right? Like, you do that, like, once you do it twice, and then people are like, oh, um, no, nah, there's no war happening, I'm not, I'm not going, mm-hmm. right? So, the shofar is a tremendous chizik, but you can't do it too often. You know, that's, that's on a simple level, on a more pshat level. So, anyway, so every, every single day of Elul is not too often? Oh, that's a good point. It's a lot. That, it's a lot, yeah. And, and you notice, we do get desensitized, right? Mm-hmm. But... Uh, but that's why we don't blow the day before Rosh Hashanah. So to, to well, break that one one day break really makes up for the whole month of hearing it. Okay, it's a put it like this. In Elul, maybe we c- we could still get some hisorus, right? Mm-hmm. But if you were to do it throughout the whole year, it would just become like a like another thing that you do. Yeah. So, what are we daven for? We we daven now for the uh, shofar gadol. What's the Shofar Gadol? It's the ultimate ghoul, the ultimate redemption. When what? When not only that the Tov will be free from the Ra, but that actually the Ra will be cuffed, will be subjugated to the Tov. Why, that's why, says the Ramchal, it's called the Shofar Gadol, because the Shofar that was at Harsinai did a lot of the job. But it, wasn't, it didn't finish the job. Right? So this Shofar is going to finish the whole job. This Shofar is the Shofar Gadol. Right, so to speak, kind of accomplishing the ultimate shofar job. So, the shofar being something that that gives strength to tov and subjugates the ra. So then, then the one that does that job in an absolute way, that's the shofar gadol. Okay, um, now we're going to continue in the text of the Ramchal. Ve'ulam. Right, so, and to, so to speak, summon um, the that which is in the future going to happen to kind of bring it to here, to bring it to now. And that's why we also do the, the in, in the davening, we have the shofros to properly express that. 
So we, we spoke about last time, Malchus and Zichronos, Malchus, we recognize Hashem as king. When you, when you recognize Hashem as king, guess what that's going to mean? There's going to be judgment, right? Mm-hmm. So judgment, we're glad to have Hashem as the king, and we're glad that he should be judging the world, but we want that, that our Zikaron should be all the Tova, right? That when he does judge the world, he should judge us in a good way by remembering us, uh, remembering us means remembering, recognizing the depth of who we are, not the on a superficial level of who we are. That's forgetfulness, right? Stuff has happened, and, and since then, right? So we, we, I think we spoke about this point last time that memory is why, why in the world should anything be forgotten? Answer is because it's been covered over with with new experiences. But the so when I say remember, I'm saying don't allow that important experience, that important knowledge, whatever it is, to be covered over with this garbage, right? Uncover that important relationship that's Zichronus, okay? So like we said, Malchus, Hashem should be king, then we want that the Zichronus should be all Tova, that Zichronus, and finally Shofros is to that the in the world itself, Ra should be subjugated to Tov. Okay, that's um, that. Nak, uh, next, Alein Yeah, So, we say it every day, which is kind of like a, almost a, makes it difficult, because Aleinu is such an unbelievably powerful tefillah. It, it is, Aleinu is um, obviously the beginning of Malchios. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Um, it's in your Musuf Davening, of course. Right? Um, so it's the beginning of Malchius. It's something that if we contemplate on, it's just overwhelming how beautiful Elenu is. Like just a little bit of background. Um, the second paragraph of Elenu was written by a person named Ochen. He even wrote his name into the first two letters. al Kane without the Lama, is Achen. Mm-hmm. You know who Achen was? Yep. No idea. So when Kalal Israel... Yeah, I'm going to get you. Right uh, when Kalal were conquering Eretz Israel, so one of the... So... Um, well... When we conquered Yericho, Kalasrael had taken an oath that they would they would not take any of the property in Yericho. It would all be burnt. And Achin was a one of the soldiers there, and he he took it. noticed some good stuff over there, and he took it. As a result of which, uh, Kalasrael suffered a loss in the next battle of Ai. Mm-hmm. Yeshua asked the Urim to identify what had happened. So the Urmatumim basically identified Achin as having been the culprit. So uh, he he confessed uh, and was sentenced to execution. And uh, Skila, I believe, right? Um, probably. I have to double check that. So anyway, so um, so Achin did tshuva and wrote. The Alkane. Hmm. Meaning accepting upon oneself din. Accept right? that's that's why it belongs in Malchus. Okay. Ex- that that's uh, that's the din for just for that specific situation or in general like if somebody takes something that's not theirs in the time of war or something like that. That's the, the no, that was a harem. That was a very unique uh-huh. um, vow that the Al-Shul took. Okay, but he, he so he had uh, Ruch Kodesh to do Al Kain because of accepting the din. Yeah, and it's a tremendous chus. Meaning, we yeah. say it in the Rosh Hashanah davening. Right, right, and every day. <laughs> right, this chus is not necessarily for dying. This chus is for accepting the accepting the, the din. First, that could only be done when a person first you accepted the ultimate din. Right. Just you didn't accept a din to get like whiplashes. 
Uh huh. But he, but he did chuva, right? So that's really what also contributed to him getting to that point, right? To, that was the, the thing that helped him to do. Yeah. To be able to accept it. Yeah. Right. That makes sense. Okay. Okay. So uh, that's uh, just a little bit of background about Aleinu. Okay. So Aleinu lishabeach ze shavach shemishabchim lefonav yisborach umodim lo al hatova. So, what's Aleinu? Aleinu Lishabeach, right? It's, it's a praises that we're giving to Hashem. That He chose us to be His people. He is the Lord, of, he is the master of everything. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely true. He is the first existence. So, being that he created, he is the source of all existence, right? So then everything really belongs to him. Right? Like the Rashi says in Parshas Lech Lecha, when Malkit Tzedek, Melech Sholem, Kohen, Kael Elyon, says, describes Hashem as being Kone Shemayim Va'aretz. Rashi says, how, what's Hashem, what does it mean? Hashem is Kone Shemayim Va'aretz. It means everything belongs to him because he created it. Right? So, when we say the words Adon HaKol, what are we thinking? We're thinking the source of all existence. That's what it means, Adon HaKol. That, uh, now, as far so, there's two. So they're speaking to similar point, right? So he's explaining this seemingly redundant statement. So what's the difference between between those two? Yeah, there seemingly isn't. Well, okay. So the Ramchal is saying that there is, right? Which is. Uh, these are all nuances that, you know, if you read it quickly, you miss it, right? But when you think about it deeply, you understand that these are, these are different important points to bring out, right? So, Adonakol is, being that Hashem created everything, He, everything exists from Him, right? Everything exists from Him. But that's without talking about any process. It's talking about an absolute state, Right? Whereas, um, Yotzer Bereshis is a process. He formed A and it formed and went B and C and there's, there's, there's a progression. It's a Mahalach of Chochmah. So, um, the Adon Hakol is just a, a statement of fact. Everyone's, everything is equal. I mean, the question is between, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a state, it's something to contemplate. Right? Are you greater than an ant? Right? So, what do you think, Gabriel? I think so. You think so? I hope so. <laughs> now, uh, let's just make, do it mathematically. Is, it, is a thousand bigger than one? Yes. Yes? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, what about if it's compared to infinity? Is a thousand any closer to infinity than one? No. I have no idea. Can't really, I don't know how you contemplate or how you calculate infinity. Infinity is supposed to be more so than 10,000. I, I don't I think. Is infinity more than 10,000? Is that what you said? Yeah. 
I, I assume. Yes. It's more than a thousand. Right. More than so everything. I, I guess it's closer then than than one would be. Is that what the question was? One thousand. No, we're comparing one thousand to one. Okay. And which one of those two is closer to infinity? Yeah, one thousand. So, uh, well, so here's so here's an interesting math trick, right? Okay. So infinity minus a thousand equals infinity. Infinity. Uh-huh. Infinity minus one equals so infinity. Infinity. So that means that the two of them are equal distant from infinity because they're infinitely far from it. Mm-hmm. Right. So on the one hand, we can r- r- what? I hate infinity in math. It's the worst. <laughs> Well, now you get to see it, it as being a wonderful marshal for uh, for underst- for relating to Hashem, right? So Adonah Kol, Hashem is master of everything. That means everything, and it's all the same because it all exists only from Him. Okay. On the other hand, He's Yotzer Bereishis. He formed the beginning, and the, from the beginning came the second, and from the second became the third, and there there is a progression, and there is a linear movement. And there, um, you know, a thousand is much bigger than one, mm-hmm. right? So, um, so, what is Yotzer Bereshis again? He actually he put purpose, he put a timeline, he did. Well, well Bereshis itself, Bereshis means beginnings. So yeah, the moment you talk about Yotzer beginnings, creating the beginning, right? So, the moment you're talking about beginnings, there's also going to be a middle, and there's also going to be an end. Mm-hmm. So that means that the, the, the different things have different places; they have relationships one to the other. Mm-hmm. As opposed to Adonah Kol, is nothing has to have any relationship. It's all just um, result of his will. So purpose is that an appropriate way to de- define Bereshis? Like there's purpose to everything. I would say no. it's a more it has to do with process. Process. Mm-hmm. Then you rest. Yeah. Process. Process. So okay. each one of these gets a different thing. Aleinu lishabeach Adonah Kol. Lasez gedula leyser Bereshis. Gedula gadol is big. Big is Big is something that you can say, well, well, okay, if it's big, then if I'm also kind of big compared to something else, then I'm a little bit closer to the big one. Then. So big is, you're talking about sizes. You're talking about number one. Okay, number one is very important, but I'm a thousand. But still, it's better than, than 10,000, right? I'm closer to one. So so big, you're talking about relatives, re- relative to other things. Mm-hmm. So relative then, um, that that's gets into... Progression, movement. Something is very big. Something is mildly big. Something is kind of big. Something is not so big. Right. So Whereas Lishabeach is He's in charge. He's master of everything. Right. That's that's a, a whole different. So there is Hashem as the very very far away master of everything because everything comes from Him. Right. But as far as the Seder, the Sidre. Habria, the organization of the world that Hashem created, there he's described as Yotzer Bracious. With the Creator. Two different relationships. Yeah, I still don't really understand what process means, but okay, like the, the, he, he. One, two, three, four, five. Pro- yeah, I understand yeah. that. But oh. like he, that, the so he set in motion a certain system um, this, uh, that, that has certain. Uh, that has um, different relationships between different things have different relationships one to another, right? Um, the the light and the dark precede animals and fish, mm-hmm. I feel, I, right? I, I light and dark was created on the first day, right? But I feel like what's the point of the of the relationship if not for like having some type of purpose to adding That's purpose true. to things? That's all that is going to be in there. Yeah, sure. Relationship, interaction, purpose, all that. Okay. Whereas Adonakol is nothing. There's no. There's no. I just want to make sure. There's no I'm movement. Right. It's stacked. I'm d- I'm not, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's good. Yeah. No. No. Not without a purpose. Just because he wants. That's why. That's that's Adonakol. Right. 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 right, right, right. Yeah. So mm-hmm. calling him, um, like I said, is within the uh, like the bounds created by him being Yotzebracious. That without the like, without him like. Without him creating the beginning, then there wouldn't even be space to say like the because there's no way to like, even be the god of him outside the bounds of like okay. what he created. Okay, I hear that. Yeah. Okay, so 
והנה יש לנו לשבח לפניו שנושא לנו חלק גדול ויקר במציאות. Okay, so now here comes some awesome stuff. Awesome, right? What are we praising Hashem for? Answers, because he made us Jewish. Okay, so check it out. I'm just reading in the Machzor now. Right? Right? So they're, they're, they're um, goyim, which means nations. The, the goan always explains that nations means um, people that are bound together by similar behaviors, similar customs, etc. Right? So, they are people who are engrossed in the land. You know, the expression in Talmud, in Amaretz. Mm-hmm. And Amaretz is a man of the land. It's not meant to be an insult. It's, it's, it's a description of the person. The person is a person who is tied in the to physicality. physicality. Right? So, that's what the Goy are. Why wouldn't that be an insult then? Yeah, it, sounds, well, it sounds like an insult. <laughs> It's a negative thing to be. What I mean to say is, um, it's a description of where this person is holding, uh-huh. right? It's, it's not. It's not. Chazal uh, word saying it necessarily in a demeaning way. You're saying that's who this person is. He's a person of the land, as opposed to a person of heavens. Okay. Heavens, right? So, so you know, there were certain people that you t- you tell them. He said, yeah, I'm, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm a man of the land. I'm a, you know, mm-hmm. I, I'm a... Right? Right, I understand like, when people are referred to a, somebody's really a or somebody who's just not really... I'm, I'm not very spiritual or something like that. To right. Me, that, that sounds like and a... They're mm-hmm. Then they're an Amharis. Right, right. right. Sounds exactly. like a, so it's a, a, negative. So it is negative. It's a negative thing. It's a negative thing. Certainly it's a negative thing. But what I mean is that, like, someone's saying, listen, I'm, I'm not spiritual. Right? I'm not spiritual. So between you and I, right? She's so okay, Nebuch, you know, I'm sorry to hear that. There is anything I can do for you, right? right? But some people say it with a, you know, perfectly, you know, straight face, right? I'm not a spiritual guy. Like, yeah. not, not my thing, right? <clears throat> I'm into making money and, like, you know. That's negative, whatever. though. It, 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 it's not a judge. What I'm saying is that I'm arts. It's not... It's not a it's not a, a value judgment of good or bad. It's, like, oh, it's a statement bad. of reality. Mm-hmm. That's who he is now. Right. Whether you think that's good or bad, that's your value judgment on that. But, but sure the, the, the statement "amarts" is a description. Yeah, it, it could be used for good though, right? A guy who's "amarts" but he's not tzedakah. That he's be, it's a way. It's a way. It's a compensation. But but uh, you know, but to be in a, the the goye the, the goye arts, right? The, the goyim of, of of the arts. Uh, their kiyum, their entire existence depends on the arts. That's what they live from. They live from the arts. Okay? Velo samanu kimishpachos hadama. Right? Um, so th- this is... Uh, so mishpacha is... Yeah, so uh, arts is a, is, a, is a certain geographical region. So goy means an entire ethnic group. Right? Mm-hmm. Where, so they live in entire geographical regions. Whereas Mishpachos Adama is uh, families of, of the particular, you know, they, they live off this land. This is their land. Like, this is, this is what they're, this is what they're what like. They do. Yeah. Shehem Mishtachavim Lehevel Varik. So, um, first, Mishtachavim literally means, that they, you know, they bow down, but, but it's, it's a form of praise. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, this is what they think is important, right? To bow down to what? This is what they bow down to means. This is what they think is important. Is Hevel Varik. Nothingness. Yeah, so Hevel is uh, vanity, something that is like fumes, that, you know, vapor. It, it looks like there's something here, you know, fog. Fog. It looks like there's something here, but you put your hand through it, there's nothing there. And, and Reek is emptiness, which is. Um, Less than Hevel, but not clear which one is worse. Means Hevel has something to it, but be, because that's more deceptive, right? Reek is just empty, so it's so it's kind of less dangerous to a certain extent. So these are either things that themselves are um, seem to carry value, but they really it's not true values. Or Reek is things with no value um, at all. Things that, yeah, like, you, know, you know, 
openly saying, right, like, uh, uh, I just want money, right? So, well, money is just a vessel to get things, right? Most money, money for what? Mm-hmm. Right? Oh, health. You should have only health. Okay, well, health is a way that you should be able to function so that you should do what? Right? So, uh, so th- th- that's, that's, that's a, it's an empty vessel. Right, so Hevel is, let's say, I don't know, uh, brotherly love, or I don't know, you know, make up some nonsense, right? That that uh, that, uh, that they that they are talking about now. Um, that, that's Hevel. Uh, Reek is uh, is empty. Okay. Umispalim. Now we go a little bit higher up. Now we're no longer talking about um, people who are totally involved in physicality. That they're involved in Hevel Varik. Right now. They're davening, mispalalim. They're, they're, they're praying. That, that seems to be a good thing, right? One step up. But mispalalim el el lo yoshia. But they're, they're davening to, 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 to a God who doesn't, doesn't save, which means they're davening to, to empty things. Right? They're davening to... Now, who are they really davening to? So the goyim, they daven to their own angel. And what we know, they're all goyim, they daven, if they are aware at all of what they're doing, they're diving to whichever supervising angel they have. Right, we learned about the Hashem, that each nation was is, is supervised by an angel, with the exception of Klausel, that we have a direct connection to Hashem. Right? Mm-hmm. So they are... But, but at the end of the day, the angel can't do anything that is not the will of Hashem. He, right? So, mm-hmm. so, so they're still stuck down in the bottom, so they're better than people who are involved in physicality, but uh, so they're davening, but they're davening to an angel that cannot help. Vanachnu korim umishtachem By the way, not everything that I'm saying right now. That we, once I stopped reading, um, this these are not things that necessarily all is coming from the Ramchal. Some is coming from Ramchal. Some is coming from other sources. Okay, but I figured we we only, we only have like ten or fifteen minutes left, so. Uh, We'll try to do this. Um, yeah. So, vanachnu korim umishtachavim umodim. So we have three languages over here. Korim is beninis. Okay, beninis. Good. Mishtachavim bowing down. What's the difference between beninis and bowing down? It's a different motion. Speak it out. When you bend your knees, you like lower yourself. When you bow down, you like put your head down. Good. So korim is you go on your knees. Mishtachava is you go on your face. Okay. Right. So that's so when when you're kore, that's a certain level of you, you're still there's still something here for, of me. I'm diminished in my service to you, but there's still something of me here. Hishtachavaya prostration. Is there's nothing of me? I'm totally I'm uh, blending with the carpet. Yeah, and then modem. Well, how's that? A pro- what's what's modem? Stand back up. It's what just language. Modem is hodo close admitting. Hodo is to admit. Now when you admit, you you do. As you say, I'm actually in debt. I'm actually in debt to you. I mean, not only am I not a positive. Big, hush of a guy, right? And not only am I not a nothing, I'm less than nothing. I'm indebted to you. Oh, okay. So it's the kind of thing like you're becoming one with Hashem at that point. Like you're, you're, there's like nothing of you. You're nothing you physically. Is and even more than that, now you're now you're making it not only that there's nothing of you, right? But that actually, that you actually have by you what's 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 actually Hashem's. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Lifne Mel. It's like nothing of us personally. Like nothing that we've done. That's why we're admitting to Hashem that it's all Hashem. It's all from Him. Yeah. Everything yeah. I have. Right. Molda is, if I, say, if I say to you, hey, um, how come you got it? That's my pencil. Right? So you say, no, it's my pencil. So we, we're in an argument. And you say, okay, I, I mold it. It's your pencil. I have your pencil. Well, you, by the way, that's what thanks the connection between Molda and Toda, same root, right? Mm-hmm. Why? Because when you thank someone, what are you saying? You're saying, what I have is from you. That's what you're saying. 
what I have, my wife, my children, my health, it's all from you. Even my mitzvahs are all from you. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Um, so we're, we're saying that there, there are kings, there are forces that run the world. There are malachim, there are kings. There are kings of kings. That would be seemingly the Shemesh Vayareach, the sun and the moon, right? That they run the, the, this world down here, right? Um, but you are the king over those kings of kings, right? Now, Kadosh and Boruch are fascinating words. They're, they're brought very often together, but they're actually opposite words. Kadosh means nivdal, separate, really high up, away from us. Mm-hmm. Boruch is Hashpoa, sending influence down here, being very much connected. Actually, we spoke about it in a couple of weeks ago, right, in, in on this Wednesday night year, that only, right, with the once we acknowledge Hashem, the Midrash that, um, that the morale brings in the beginning of the Sevadim, that once we acknowledge Hashem as being the Dayan, the judge, right, and 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 then also the one who dis, who distributes tzedakah, then Hashem can dwell with us bekedusha. That's uh, remember towards the end of kedusha, Hashem. Vayiba Hashem tzvakos b'tzedakah. The Hakel Hakadosh Nikdash B'tzdaka. Remember? So Hashem is Kadosh and he's and and he's Nikdash B'tzdaka. Okay. So that is uh, that, so those two so Hashem that's our that's our relationship that's our schos. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Shehu Noteh Shemaim V'yosad Aretz. Now we're going to go we're going to walk through all the worlds, starting from the kind of towards the bottom, and work work our way up. Now you'll notice one thing is going to be out of order over here. We'll we'll we'll, we'll uh, come back and explain that. Okay, but we're 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 identifying Hashem as the Creator of all the worlds. By the way, actually, if we go back a little bit, I, I, I missed out a few words that are very important. When we finished speaking about the Goyim, uh, about about being Amayaris, before we went to Shem Mishtach Avim Yeah? So over there, uh, I didn't explain those words. What's the difference in Chelek and Goral? Uh, Goro is uh, like, you know, it's lots and lots of it's like random. And Chalik? Chalik is given to you. Okay, but what does it mean here? Good, good, uh, good definition, by the way. Right? But, so, Chalkeinu uh, is what's our purpose in life? That's our Chalik. Right? So, Hashem did not place you know, a sign our purpose in life, the same way as theirs. Mm-hmm. There they describe it as Hamon. What's Hamon? A lot. Multitudes, right? Hamon is unidentified, just as we, as we, you know, lots and lots of people, right? That just, just a mass of people, right? So as we discussed in the Derech Hashem, Hashgacha, Hashgacha Protus, where Hashem sends exactly to every person what he needs. Mm-hmm. Is for someone who is not just background music or you know, just the the uh, the the you know kind of making up the the ambience, right? So the, the, with them, there's so many of them. What they're doing is they're just kind of making the world inhabitable type of thing, right? Mm-hmm. With us, a girl is a lot. Is what's the shgacha you're gonna have? What kind of mazel is a person gonna have? Right, so instead of with them, it is just 
you know, different people are given different things for the ra- for the task that they're entrusted with. So because we have a different chalik, we also have a different goral. Okay. Since we have a, since we have a different assignment in life, so yeah. supervision that we get is is, is totally different. Say it better. What? Say it better. It's for sure better. It's uh, it's all the supervision. This is uh, um, the supervision. Klaus will have is always to in one way to to help us whatever wherever we are, whichever way we go. Dashgach is to always help you to come back on the right path. To always help you out. Even the punishments that we get are always to help you out, which is not true with them. Fine. So, so the, the, coming back to it, just I, I needed to come back and say that I'm not sure how I skipped those words. So, so we're going through Shehud and Teshemayim v'Yosef Aretz. So this is going to be easy one. So Aretz is the world of Asiya, the physical world. That's called Aretz. Okay. Now the Shamayim is a higher plane, a higher world. That's called the world of Yitzira. Okay, the world where the where the angels fly. Yeah. Like I said, they're out of order a little bit. Maybe we'll discuss that later. Umoshav Yikaro Bashamayim Mimaal. Now, Moshav Yikaro is slightly unfamiliar words to us. Um, the It's a machlekes rishonim, what these words ought to be over here. The riffs, girsa, is kise kvodo. And that's how the gon actually says that it should be said. But, but they mean the same things. Moshav. The thing where he sits yes, in, yeah. that's a key say. And yekar is, uh, is another word for covet. Yeah. So, um, so this could be said as Moshe Vikar, it could be said as kisei kvodo. Now, kisei kvodo, bashamayim mimal, what's in the shamayim mimal? In shamayim we said is world of Yitzira. What's shamayim mimal? One step above the world of Yitzira? The world of Hashem. Yosef? The chariot or... No. Maybe close. Oh, the Kisei Kavod. But that's that's actually a kinui for the world of Bria. Okay. I mean, the world of Bria. So it goes Asiya, Yitzira, Bria. Right? Okay. That world of Bria, what's up there in that world? The Kokos of Nidalum. Very good. The Kokos of Nidalum. Right? So, that world is also referred to as... The Kisei Kvodo. Because, why? Because the thing above that is already what's called the world of Atsilus, which is not a world, it's the, is, is the, is the divine, realm, uh, divine realm of conduct. That's mm-hmm. what, right? So that realm, so to, speak, so to speak, rests on the world of Bria. Mm-hmm. So therefore, the Bria becomes like a throne of honor. Mm. Right, because it is the first thing to encounter the divine. Okay, right, that's us, right? The the bria. Us, the physical us, uh, is physical all the way us. down in the, in the world of y- y- Asiya. So there's the divine bria, Yitzira, Asiya. Oh, okay. Right. Um, so uh, so that's uh, that's Kisei Kvodo, right? Moshe Vikaro. Moshe Vikaro, Bashamayimimal. So one step up in the Shamayim. Bashamayim, not just the regular Shamayim, which would be where the angels are, but one above that, Mimaal, above it. Yeah? Now, Ushchinas Uzo, and the dwelling of his power, that's actually, now we're getting into the divine itself, right? Shechina is? Presence. Right, the divine presence, right? People talk about the Shechina, right? Shechina dwelling. So it's the lowest manifestation of the divine. That's Shechina Suzo. It's the feminine aspect of Hashem, okay. of God, right? That's Shechina. So, Ushechina Suzo begav himiromim. So that's the lowest level of the world of Atsilus. Hu Elokeinu, that is, now it's a masculine Elokeinu, that's... Uh, Spoke about this. This is um, the. This is. Uh, I don't want to use too heavy of terms. Um, this is the God that that kind of is in charge. This is the one who runs the world. Who who 
this is the the Gibor Chayil that, that that was seen at the uh, destroying the Egyptians, right? Yes. So to speak. So this, this, that's the uh, this is Hashem Elokeinu, the powerful one, right? Power. Um, Ein Od is a much higher level. Ein Od is a, a place of Hashem where there's nothing but Him. Mm-hmm. That's a much higher level. Um, maybe pre-existing everything type of thing. Emes Malkeinu Ephes Zuloso Ephes is impossible to understand. Ephes means um, impossible. That's mm-hmm. totally beyond. Okay? So that's we just walked our way up through the worlds. Now, do we understand really a lot of these things? Maybe not so many of them, maybe some of them, maybe a little bit. But to understand the words that you're saying as being a description of saying that Hashem created the heavens, which is the world of the angels and the earth, world of physical beings, and the world of the Kohos and Abdalim, the source powers of everything, and and the divine realms, and higher and higher and higher within those, right? That's what Aleinu is. That's why I said before, like when we say Aleinu every day, three times a day, it's it's big, it's big stuff. It's a kind of a... Because you're recognizing Hashem for how, uh, I don't know, like uh, how... how big and vast and how high that's right. his presence reaches. That's right. Yeah. Um, okay. Kakazu Busoroso Vyadata Hayom Vashivosa El Lavavacha. So Vyadata, we we say that as a Yidia Brura should know it with absolute clarity. Hayom means kehayom, like today. Hashem is saying this at Harsinai. Every day you should know it, like today you know it. That's our, that's, our, that's our obligation. To know it with absolute clarity, the way that it was when we saw at Harsinai, when Hashem tore open the heavens and we saw it, that whole, this all to be true, that's how it's meant to be now. Vashevosa elevecha. That's to bring it in, to internalize it. That's, that's, that's all the way up there. In the, we're talking about in the entire realms of existence, of, of that which has been created. Going from Mishamaimimal, which is the world of Bria, the Kohatan Dalam, all the way to the arts, Mitachas, there's nothing but Hashem. Okay. Guess we'll stop here.